It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to To The Max Sports Monday edition over React edition where we break down both of the games the good the bad the ugly is this is this a react edition or is this a we're gonna we're we're gonna cry for each other edition well it's well we'll talk about that i i I think that the games came out the way they were supposed to in the end i'll bugger off (laughs) you know uh Bob's big uh san francisco guy he lost his i lost to the Bengals. let's talk about it all right okay uh, right now, we're uh, we've overcome adverse weather conditions. The weather's deteriorating rapidly here in San Antonio. Yeah, please don't say that to anybody who's like living like actually in snow. For those people that are living in snow and have to wait for it to snow before you're canceling crap. Sorry, we're San Antonio. It might be icy tomorrow. Therefore, everything's canceled. But you know the nice thing about having a friend that owns a production company, brother Bob. I can just call him up and say, "Hey, man, let's come down and talk about." overreact about our sports teams and he's like sure come on down i don't think i've gotten through the seven stages of grieving yet but okay <laughs> so let's talk about it. okay the first game uh i don't know if you all remember on my previous podcast i was my money the only game that i put serious dinero on was philadelphia i just felt philadelphia was the best matchup against the niners okay so philadelphia won that game let's talk about it so i'm watching the game i'm firmly ensconced in my Wild Wings chair, and it starts off relatively interesting. Devontae Adams, great catch. I'm like, how did he catch it? He didn't. He didn't, but on the first and only replay that I saw, wow, what a freaking catch. He's he's like, come on down, boys. I got it. Let's let's do a quick huddle that- score. That should have been and 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 I'm not mad. I'm not mad at anybody. Well, you should be mad at the boys upstairs. No, I'm not. That they I, get paid. First of all, I don't know if it would have mattered. They probably would have gotten three out of it, not seven. But, no, no, know, they, no. They, they, uh, that was that was a fourth down. They were turning the ball over. Okay. Well, here's the deal, Bob. As much as they effing review everything, there's not a guy upstairs that can look at all those angles and say, wait, wait, Andy, don't throw the red flag. I, the flag. I've I've always been a firm advocate for or a guy. Shanahan, I'm sorry. Yeah. I oh oh you mean oh you mean from the 49ers? I'm no no I'm an advocate. I want an NFL official watching that stuff in real time. Now Shanahan and again, well that's not I, their job necessarily. It should it should be there, their job. There's not a sky raft that's supposed to supervise the. There should be. Well, we can get into that, but. On your play, I on your play where Devontae Adams clearly did not catch the ball, why isn't one of your guys upstairs flag telling your 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 guy Shanahan, hey, throw the red flag? Okay, I'm I'm going to sit down. Hold on a second, and I'm going to start a timer. Okay, or I'm going to start a stopwatch. Start. 
Okay. Okay. That 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 play was an incompletion. Okay. Okay. We we, we got to get down there. We, we, okay. What, what's going on on our defensive front? Hey, wait. Hey, can can somebody get another angle on that one? Uh, yeah. It. I no. That was kind of a no. Let's get another angle. And they're hiking the ball. That's about as fast as it was. Actually, it was a little slower. It was about 18 seconds. The indication for the 49ers to throw out a challenge flag was when he him rushing, rushing and you could see his demeanor. need to do it. His demeanor was, let, let's go. So that should have been an indication. Yeah. But I, So I, at that point, they, they're up seven. Um, I'm watching the game. San Francisco's really kind of muddling around. You have the play where, another example, uh, the Eagles guy, uh, the uh, punter kicks the ball, it hits the wire. It clearly, you can see everybody's like, and and the refs don't do, there's okay. no visual, I, I mean, come okay. on. I, 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 don't, I don't have a problem with calling that into question as to everyone saw it. Everyone who was wearing green and silver saw it. There, there was no, see, that's, that's the thing with review and officiating in order to overturn a call that has been made on the ground, there must be incontrovertible evidence to overturn it. Well, I would say incontrovertible is when you can see the kick rising up and then all of a sudden wobble into a wounded duck. But again, there's just some things I think the NFL office is going to be having long conversations. About oh yeah. Today. And you know, and, and it's stuff like this. I mean, we, we talk about it every week. We talk about it every year and they need to get better. There's a lot of stuff that they're looking at, but well, one of the problems is these aren't full-time guys and maybe the NFL needs to have full-time NFL reps. That's their job. They're not lawyers. They're not uh, truck drivers. This is their full-time yearly job and when they're not in season they're they're practicing their craft somehow because it gets even worse in the second game but let's move on to the yeah to, to the game well i mean when when brock purdy goes down so let's talk about that so san francisco's kind of muddling along the game hasn't gotten out of hand yet and then Purdy gets the elbow. No, injury. no, 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 no. Don't don't even go down that road by saying it hasn't gotten out of hand yet. You you're are are were you thinking it was going to get out of hand? Well, as I'm watching the game progress, Philadelphia's clearly um more on the move, they're no, more aggressive. No. Not not before Purdy gets hurt. Not before Purdy gets hurt. And Purdy was Purdy hadn't thrown an incompletion at that point yet. So, and and that fumble didn't result in any points. Yep. The 49ers defense was stifling the Eagles offense, stifling. And the the next 14 points that the that the Eagles score are off of takeaways, off of turnovers, not because the Eagles offense did anything good. Right. And then even when Purdy comes back, I got your text saying that, you know, the the Eagles are scary on the front four or on the front it's easy to play defense when you know they're going to run. You know they're going to run. So, I, I, and and that's why, that's why it's a gut punch to me, and it is very and it's a very unsatisfying game to me, is because the 49ers 
and and I have and you know my crazy friend who's going to call me into question for this. The 49ers are not the team that lost that game. That was not the 49ers that we wanted to play in that game. That is not the game we wanted and the game we deserved. Right. Unfortunately, that's injuries are part of football. It was unfortunate because I would have liked to have seen a a healthy Brock Purdy, but you know, uh, on the flip side, if uh, if Jalen Hurts goes down, then Jalen Hurts was ineffective as a quarterback. He was. I don't think he threw more for more than 130 yards that entire game. But it was a very efficient Philly game. Now, having said that, and I know you're probably going to disagree with me, mm. I, I think Philly wins the game even if Brock is healthy the whole time now. Is it a closer game? Absolutely. But let's. there was that series where Philly got the scores just because of the, the refs. Had a few questionable calls. To extend one of the drives, yeah, and to make it fourteen to nothing. But no, it wasn't four. No, it was seven, seven zero, oh, seven seven, and then the fourteen to seven, and then fourteen to seven. But but the 49ers tied that up after Purdy went out, right? And and that run play was almost a metaphor for the entire game because it was like that was a busted play, and only by the superhuman effort of C.J. McCaffrey does that become a touchdown. Yeah. Well, we, yeah, and that was an incredible play. But then when you're bringing in a, a journeyman, 36-year-old, been with 14 other NFL teams. And, oh, yeah, the delays and, of games and, he, and the false starts. Even Shanahan, the genius of Shanahan couldn't put him in a position to be successful. He he was terrible. Well, I, I actually— I felt bad he got concussed, but it may have been the—I hate to say this, it may have been the best thing to happen to him. He might have gotten killed out there. Well, I— I actually saw. I forget whether it was one of the one of the uh, early morning sports shows or it was on the broadcast. It was like to use a boxing metaphor. You know, when when the when you put the the much superior boxer into the ring and you say, "Okay, tie one hand behind your back." They they tied both hands behind Shanahan's back, and it's yeah. like, what are you gonna do? And you could even see Shanahan trying to draw up some. Uh, um, Yard school plays with the double reverse. Yeah, and that was. They were trying everything, but once you took away any any option of getting the balls really to your to your receivers, and Philly can pin back and just you know wait for the run. Yeah, it was gonna be it was gonna be tough, and yeah, it's unfortunate because I feel bad for you because I would have liked to have seen a better game. I think it would have been a better game, but you know, at the end of the day, I still had at the very beginning. Not because I didn't love San Francisco, and I always told you the missing puzzle to the piece of the puzzle was McCaffrey, but I just thought Philly at home with a rookie coming into their building, it, it would have been a tough road to hoe. It was going to be a tough they road to hoe. probably still would have won, but obviously it would have been a much more competitive game, if not a possible upset. Yeah, and... I'm put a bite in it. And I mean, I can point out different things. I can point out the roughing the kicker call that was very probably a hold, if not even just a, you push my guy into your kicker, you don't get a roughing the kicker call. So, so, so there were some calls, but the, the game, the game ends when Brock Purdy sprains his UCL that that's the end of the game. Yeah. And it is unsatisfying. It's, I mean, it's definitely unsatisfying as a 49ers fan. I think it's unsatisfying as a football fan. And, and I have friends that are, that are Eagles fans. 
and we'll get to the second game and who they're playing. But I texted one of my Eagles fans, friends. I told you, I love you, man. I'm really happy for you. But your team can die, and I want them to be buried deep in a grave and left out for 14 days as a rotting corpse. I, 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 do, not, I do not want to see the Eagles be even competitive in the Super Bowl. So how do you Burn really, it all down. So how do you really feel about the Eagles? Bunch of, bunch of classless. Well, you know, they were arguably the best team in the NFL this year. They had that great stretch, that middle run. They kind of... It kind of destabilized a little when Jalen Hurts got hurt. San Francisco, at the end of the year, you got to be really happy where the team's at. There's going to be some questions as far as quarterback situation moving forward. But I would say at this point, being a 49er, did I say Steelers? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, no, no. I'm, but, but I'm, being I'm a 49ers happy, point, a I'm happy with the season. I'm glad I don't have to be mad at anybody. But I will, and, and yes, this is a little bit of sour grapes. But, and this was on first take this morning of the Eagles. Did they, are, are, are they legitimate? And, and I think a question is, and I think a question can be lodged and it is not a throw it totally out. Once I say it kind of a, kind of an opinion, I think this, this has some legitimacy. They were a great team this season, but if you actually look at who they beat and who was on their schedule, I understand these are professional football teams and you can only play who's in front of you. But with that being said, in the regular season, they beat the New York Giants 22-16 by six points. They beat, they lost, they lost to the Cowboys and they lost to the Saints with their uh, backup quarterback. Imaginary violin. They beat the Chicago Bears by five. They beat Green Bay Packers by seven. They beat the Indianapolis Colts, who fired their coach midseason, by one. They beat the Houston Texans, who were a dumpster fire, by 12. They beat Arizona, who was another dumpster fire, by three. They beat Jacksonville by eight. They beat Detroit in the first game by three. So... And they beat San Francisco by 24. They did not beat San Francisco so by let me 24. Ask, okay, let me ask you this, San Francisco game. Does Brock Purdy come into that? If he starts the whole game and plays, does, does San Francisco score 24 points in that game? Yes. I mean, I'm sorry, 32 points? Yes. No. And, no way. And, 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 if Brock Purdy no way, and, no if, and if Brock Purdy plays the whole game, that defense for the 49ers is in gas, putting in a superhuman effort, and they don't give up 31 points. No, if Brock Purdy plays that whole game, that is a three-point game either way. Brock Purdy's not going into Philly and hanging 32, 35 points on. Okay, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see it next year. I disagree with you. Now, the second game. The second game. The second game. So, <sighs> those are my Bengals. So I'm watching the game. First, uh, first half doesn't look good. It's almost like, oh, God, it's, it's last year redo you know they're going to jump out to a big lead well they hold them to two field goals so i'm feeling you know pretty good about that and then they're driving and have to settle for a field goal so i'm like all things being considered really being down what at 1.6 to 3 mm -hmm. i'm not feeling that bad and even in the halftime i do have my concerns because burrows per usual is running for his life 
and I don't know if you were able to see the game. No, unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch actually much of this game. So you know, they're he he they're getting to him, and then the second half comes along. Still no controversy yet, and then we get into the fourth quarter, and just like the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, it just seems like. All of a sudden, the refs insert themselves into the game. And there were a few plays I was gonna, I'm going to talk about. Uh, one is uh, there was the uh, situation where Cincinnati, um, it's a third down. Mahomes has the ball, and they call a penalty on third down, a holding after the play, 20 yards behind mm-hmm. the play. And now my guy, Zach Taylor, has got to decide, hey, am I going to, you know, make it third and 25 or four and 16? Play should have never been – the flag should have never been flown. Okay. It's 20 yards behind the, the the quarterback where they're back there scrumming around. So that fortunately worked out for us where we were able to hold them. And the biggest one, though, was third down – they run the play. They hold the 49ers. Uh, Chiefs. I'm all, I'm all jacked up. You, you want to be on my side with hate I towards guess. the world as a 49ers fan. This, Come having, to my world of hate. I'm having an unprofessional day behind the podcast. Come here. to my world of hate. But anyway, they, they hold them. Okay, they hold the mm-hmm. Chiefs. Field goal, that punt unit's coming back out. Everyone's uh, timeout. The refs are stopped yeah, the, the game. Yeah, the clock thing. You can't do that. This is these are professionals. What's what's going on? Yeah. Now, now I will say this: if your Cincinnati Bengal doesn't, while he knows he is plainly out of bounds, doesn't take a womp on Mahomes and get that fifteen-yard penalty, you're in overtime. I'm not blaming the reps. The best thing that happened to the refs in that game was that Osai whomped Mahomes out of bat, 15 yards out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Because if it had gone into overtime and the Chiefs had done the exact same thing, get the field goals would be it, the conversation wouldn't be about Osai. It would be about the refs and 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 the calls. Well, unless that they made in that game. Un- unless you go into overtime and win the game, and then we win the game, and then it doesn't matter. They're a part of the conversation, but I mean, but 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 that was a. I mean, we we all we all see games through the prism of the teams that we root for. True, and and while the you know all the fear is that you know this is this was a little one sided. That was a good game. It was, it was a, a good game, game, but it's a heartbreaking game, and I felt sorry for you because your game was basically over mid first quarter. But but to have my game end in an agonizing fashion like that, where you've held Mahomes, the guy's definitely not going to be able to kick a sixty-yard field goal into the stiff wind and the cold air, and, and to do that, I'm just like, at some point, as a professional athlete, you've got to have some kind of self-control, some kind of discipline on the field. It just yeah. it just made absolute. I'm just. Why? Yeah. How? How I do, can you do this? I do have two questions for you. Would you rather have 
lost the game the way the Bengals lost the game, or would you have rather been on been on the 49ers side and lost the game the way the 49ers lost the game? Which which is a better loss for you as a fan? A better loss for me as a fan is the way we lost because I okay. felt we had a chance to win the game, legitimate outright mm-hmm. chance. You unfortunately, because your situation, you had no chance. So I would have rather had the competitive outcome of my game yeah. and been on my side. It still and, sucks. It and, still and, sucks. Oh, it, it totally sucks. And, and I wanted to exact my revenge for two Super Bowl losses we've had to you guys. Oh, that wasn't going to happen. But I mean, I mean, we can fantasize about that since we're we're playing. Well, there is no consolation game. Now, the the other thing is is major major props to Mahomes. Let's that, talk about that. Let's talk about really. That. You're you're not you're you, not you, going to give props you, to Mahomes. You didn't have to listen to Tony Rome. Tony Rome, I think I I think he had to go change his his underwear. I think he had an orgasm. I mean, he, he's just like, oh, my two yards. Oh, what a Herculean effort. I'm like, okay, he wasn't listening as questionable for the game. He wasn't listening as doubtful. To me, the guy looked Gimpy. pretty much 100%. Gimpy. Oh, really? Okay, so he's running down the field fine. All you got to do is watch the replays. For, for- he's running down the field fine. Then every time he gets up in the fourth <laughs> quarter, he does the whole oh oh yeah I got to remember my my ankle. Now, I'm not going to say that the ankle wasn't tender, but the guy didn't do anything to win the game. For any, he, he played a good game. He for, had he then let me finish. Okay, he had three more completions and fifty more yards uh, yards uh, com, uh, com, fifty more yards. Com, you know, okay. Then fifty average, more passing yards. Fifty more passing yards than Burroughs. And all people can say is Burroughs had a subpar game. So I'm not going to sit here and say, "Oh, Mahomes was this Herculean and what an effort." He he did enough, but he did not win that game for them. He was a part of a collective team effort that won that game. Okay. Osai, at the end of the at the end of the day, Osai won that game for him. And the field goal kicker okay. won that game for him. Okay. Now, now let me finish one more no, thought. No, please go. If Mahomes had run 30 yards down the field and set him up for the field goal, then I'm like, you know what? He did it. He 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 got him in a position for a field goal kick. Okay. And at the end of the day, the 15 yards was the difference maker. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Stat line. Patrick Mahomes, 29 for 43, 326 yards, two touchdowns. Patrick uh, Joe Burrow? 26. 26 for 41, 270 yards. Three, 50 yards. One touchdown, two picks. And one one of the picks I know really was kind of. It it turned into a long punt. It was a third and long. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and then one of the actually, and one of the picks. I don't know if you really make we're, it his. We're thing. a factor in the game. Yeah, I look at picks as being like a, you know, driving, but it, they, the turnovers weren't a factor. Now, and and my other comment is, anyone listening to the show for the first time that doesn't know you're a Bengals fan will listen to that and know, okay, dude's a Bengals fan. Absolutely not. Really. Do you think Mahomes could have gone to our stadium with a Patrick offensive line, been harassed, sacked, and badgered 
all day and come out of there with almost a win like Burroughs did? Being, I mean, mean Burroughs was playing with guys from the practice squad two weeks ago. Okay. <laughs> and still, stat for stat, almost other than the two interceptions, one which was okay. kind of a – I mean, so I don't want to hear that Mahomes was, you know, the exceptional game difference in this. He was not. Well, he I – He was a factor – I think the ankle was overplayed as a good storyline. And the reason say, oh, well, you hate. You hate because he came out there and played with a broken ankle. And all. If his ankle was that bad, the NFL and the team would have listed him before the game. Questionable or doubtful. They didn't do that. Now, that's where I have an agreement with you. He should have been questionable on the injury report. I would like someone to look into what was really going on because it was apparent to my eyes that he was gimpy, especially in the, at the end of the game that he was gimpy. So he should have been listed as questionable to put all the betters in the right set of, in the right mindset going into that game. He should have been, but to my eyes and my looking at the highlights, he was gimpy the entire game. Yeah. And we'll expand on it more because we have our show, regular show on Thursday. You got to be happy, though, as a 49er fan with the direction your team is in. I mean, it's heartbreaking because for all intents and purposes, they could have been there last year like we were. We should, we could have been there again this year like we were last well, year. Well, I mean, what's interesting, to, to, to get the parallel from last year to this year, I think it's an injury that keeps us out from last year. And it's not an injury in the game with the Rams. It is an injury two games before. It's the injury to Garoppolo's shoulder in the Dallas game that makes him ineffective in the Rams game that cost us that game. So other than staying injury-free next year, what do the 49ers need to do? Is there going to be a quarterback controversy? And does that become disruptive? My... My problem is Brock Purdy's a rookie, and it doesn't and 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 to put Lance behind him doesn't. I don't know if it does any maturation for Trey Lance. It I don't I don't know if that situation makes Trey Lance a better quarterback in the NFL. That being said, I if you if you would ask if you were going to ask me to put money on who the quarterback will be for the 49ers next year. It's Trey Lance. It's Trey Lance with a very, very effective backup quarterback. And and Garoppolo is playing for the Raiders or whomever. So what you're saying is there's going to be some quarterback competition and Brock Purdy's going to get beat out next year. They're going to totally revamp his style to fit the Niners versus what Brock Purdy gives you. Totally revamp what? I mean, I don't think Shanahan would, is going to have to change all that much. That is a that is a run first, pass second offense that Shanahan has. Well, you just you just told me, you just told me you, in your heart of hearts, that if Purdy had played, you guys would have won that game. And now you're telling me you don't even want him as your starting quarterback. I did not say that. You just said Trey why, Lance. Why do people keep on putting words in my mouth? Why, I did not say that. Why do you say I Trey said, Lance will be your quarterback next year? Not because I don't want Brock Purdy to be my starting quarterback. I'm just looking at it with the lens of who is the higher who is the higher ceiling. And Brock Purdy is Brock Purdy is Drew Brees ish. 
He's he's oh, short. I would take that. He's shorter. And 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 you got a problem with Drew Brees? Well, no, I don't have a problem with Drew Brees, except he played for for Bounty Gate. Uh, played for Purdue and had a hell of an NFL career. No, for for Brock. The, the question about Brock Purdy is, where where is his breaking point? When he we haven't seen him be really challenged. I I don't think we've seen him be really challenged. The only maybe the only game was the Cowboys game. That was it. He hasn't been challenged. We they haven't released the injury on the elbow. Someone said it could be a Tommy John kind of situation where he might have tore a tendon and has to have that Tommy well, John's. Well, it's definitely at at least a sprained UCL. Because yeah, I mean, he couldn't chuck the ball more than about three or four yards. Yeah, and that was yeah, that's it's kind of hard to have an offense when the defense knows, eh, it's a run. It's so a run. when it comes to my Bengals, you know, I'm gonna end like I did last year with what they need. First round. Offensive lineman, second round, offensive lineman, third round, offensive lineman, fourth round, maybe a tight end. <laughs> well, know, it's, well, I you, you got to protect this kid. Joe Burrows is a generational quarterback. I really believe that in my heart of hearts, he is. Well, I'll just I just go by numbers, the facts. I think he's a better quarterback than Mahomes. I know Mahomes got his bona fides behind him. But at this point, right now, in this moment of time, if I had to start with Mahomes as my quarterback and I'm starting the new team, or Burroughs, I'm taking Burroughs. And Burroughs is 3-1, and one, and one really stupid play from what we'll never really know of possibly being 4-0 against Mahomes. I, I, actually, I, will, I will be on your team on this one. And you're on the same team as, as Orlovsky and Graziano on ESPN. They have they said it before this game. Burroughs is a better quarterback than Mahomes. The caveat to that is, comma, but Mahomes is a better player. As a better all-around player with everything that Mahomes brings to it, a healthy Mahomes, okay. Mahomes is a better player. Now, I think who you would rather have in a vacuum that my first pick has got to be quarterback. Yeah, I probably take Burroughs. But if I'm looking at what 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 else is on my team, Mahomes might be might be my choice. I think it it for me it would be what's on the team already. Well, yeah, Mahomes is more of that. I think of Burroughs of being more of a Brady esque kind of. Mm-hmm. And that's the Absolutely. guy. That's the guy. I really want the ball when there's two minutes and I need to score. Whereas I think more of Mahomes is kind of farvish. Man, that guy's just going to do something that's just unbelievable. But then two plays later, how, how could you have thrown that ball? Well, and had it intercepted. Well, you know? I, I mean, if if Mahomes is farvish, he's farvish without the welfare fraud. <laughs> I'll get that zinger in. Oh, I'm always going to get that. That, zinger. that hasn't been proven yet, brother Bob. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, uh, we will unveil our Super Bowl predictions on Thursday. Let's just say I'll tease you with this. When I saw the line open up as a pick I was shocked, and I put a, a large amount of money on one team. That line has changed. I'm still happy. Let's it's, just it's, say that. It's moved even further. It's Philly minus two. Um. It's probably going to be three at game time. But to get Philly out of Pickham, I'm giddy. Well, I, I'm, I, giddy. Am, I am betting 
anger, hate, grief. You're betting emotion in Vegas lows. Betters that bet with their emotions. I don't care. I am, I am going into this game wishing the Eagles get blown out worse than the Broncos did against my 49 So you're on Team Dallas. You're with all the Dallas fans. How, how am I, how so am I with you, the Dallas fans? Because they hate Philly. So you can sit oh, in no, the no, Super no, Bowl. Oh, no, 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 no. You can sit in the Super Bowl bar with all your Dallas fans and, and cheer on. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not with the Dallas fan. I'm not. I'm not against the Eagles for the same reason the Dallas fans are against the Eagles. So if we go to Wild Wings, we're in San Antonio, which is Dallas country. Would you agree that Dallas Cowboys fans are irritating and annoying? Absolutely. So would you agree that this is Dallas? Yes. Dallas yes, and it country. irritates and annoys me. And when KC scores a touchdown, you're going to be jumping up and down and cheering. Yes. And when Philly. Throws an interception, you're going to be jumping up and down and cheering. Absolutely. So you are going to be with the Dallas fans. You heard it first, brother. Uh, Bob. Okay. We'll see y'all Thursday. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>